May the Lord's pastimes in a forest fire on the shore of that lake, and in another, greater fire, in Manjuvan forest, his great expert games in Bandirvan, and his praise of his elder brother bring auspiciousness to you. Glories to his monsoon season pastimes, where he took shelter in the lap of a tree, made the women of Brudge burn with amorous passion, and praised the beauty of the autumn forest. When will I directly perceive his forest flower decorations, his flute music flood of sweetness that captivates everyone's heart, and his pastimes of enchanting the gopis? When will I directly perceive his festival of stealing the gopis' garments, his quickly climbing to the top of a kadamba tree, his joking words, the girls' prayers and obeisances with folded hands, and his taking the garments from his shoulder and giving them back. I glorify his pastimes of begging food from the Brahmins performing sacrifices, attracting their wives, being handsomely decorated, speaking words of kindness, and gracefully accepting the food the wives offered. I offer my respectful obeisances to his pastimes of gracefully worshipping Govardhan Hill, lifting that great hill with his left hand, pleasing the gopas, being pacified by Indra, and being crowned the king of the Sarabi cows. I have no power to describe his pastimes of showing the realm of Vaikuntha to the people of Braj and rescuing Nanda Maharaj from the realm of Varuna. How can I describe the Lord's supreme sweetness? How can I describe the glory of the Lord's pastimes in Braj when words describing them enter the ear? Great love appears at once. With perfect logic, a fortunate person proves the superiority of Lord Krishna's pastimes. Simply by hearing a little of his pastimes, a person becomes filled with love. I offer my respectful obeisances to the Lord's pastimes. Sanatana Goswami explains that the pastimes of Lord Krishna are superior to those of all his incarnations. Can my tongue hope to touch the glories of the supreme dear thing suitable for him alone that the Lord always holds in his lotus hand? Sanatana Goswami explains that this verse refers to the Lord's flute, which is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.35.2. Beginning here is a lengthy description of the Lord's flute music. By the power of the Lord's mercy, as far as I am able, I will now say something of it. Please listen with care. Because it touched the Lord's bimba fruit lips, the wooden flute could say things that even the best of the Upanishads, the words of the Vedas, and the nectar words of other scriptures, all spoken from the Lord's beautiful mouth, could not say. Hearing that flute, the demigods and siddhas traveling in airplanes with their wives fainted in ecstatic love, and Indra, Shiva, Brahma, and their followers became at first bewildered and then 
filled with wonder. Their meditations broken, the great sages become overwhelmed with ecstasy. The moon and other planets, traveling on the wheel of time, become stopped in their course. The coward men offered their bodies, relatives, possessions, hearts, actions, and thoughts to Krishna, gave no thought to gaining anything in this world, and offered respectful obeisances to their wives, who dearly loved him. Their sons, who were always happy to be with him, and who had become like his shadow, and who became unhappy when for a moment he was far away and they could not see him, eagerly ran, touching him and enjoying pastimes with him. And supremely glorious Radha and her associates at once renounced their husbands, children, relatives, possessions, religious principles, and shyness, became filled with love and poisoned with its sweetness, and overcome with ecstasy, they became like trees, unable to search for it. Sanatana Goswami explains that the words Parama Bhagavataya shows that Radha and the gopis are more exalted than either Mahalakshmi or Rukmini Devi and the other queens of Dwarka. This pastime is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.35.16 and 17. Please hear this wonder. The unintelligent animals, the cows, calves, bulls, forest deer, the birds who live in the trees, the creatures who play in the sky and in the water, the motionless trees and plants, and the ignorant rivers and clouds all abandoned their own natures. The moving became motionless. The motionless moved. The conscious fainted unconscious. The unconscious became thoughtful. They became plunged in the great nectar of love. They became overwhelmed with ecstasy. The Lord's Rasa Dance is the greatest secret of the greatest opulence. It is the greatest treasure. It manifests the ultimate of intense sweetness. Even with hundreds of desires, Goddess Lakshmi could not attain it. Sanatana Goswami explains that the glorification of the Lord's flute music now ended. The glorification of the Lord's Rasa Dance begins in this verse. That the Goddess of Fortune could not enter the Rasa Dance is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.47.60 where Uddhava says, When Lord Sri Krishna was dancing with the gopis in the Ras Lila, the gopis were embraced by the arms of the Lord. This transcendental favor was never bestowed upon the Goddess of Fortune or the other consorts in the spiritual world. Indeed, never was such a thing even imagined by the most beautiful girls in the heavenly planets, whose bodily luster and aroma resemble the lotus flower. And what to speak of worldly women, who are very beautiful according to material estimation. <laughs> 